1: Now I would be like i taking the whole info myself. Bessie
2: Never, On target, we're too close. Day on target. We may
1: far from ready.
2: Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid is a point to one. Never tell me the odds.
1: Thank you, and welcome to the first annual Thule Awards. My name is Stefan, and I'll be your host for the evening. You're thank rock. you, thank you. By the way, have you heard about Mara Jade? You know, she was the hand of the emperor, if you know what I mean.
2: You take the name of Luke's wife out of your mouth.
1: Whoa, easy there, It was just a joke, man.
3: Hello, hello, hello there, and welcome to Thule Squadron Radio. Hey there! Hi! Hi. My Hi. name is Jen. I'm Kisly. And I am Aid.
2: Strong conversation skills, guys. It's so uh, long
3: Yeah. Podcasting <laughs> with the best of them.
4: Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, we have an award show today. We yes. We
2: the Thule division <laughs> or the big yeah. yearly Thule awards or the first annual Thule awards and i mean
4: yeah yeah do we do get we... a medal do we do we get a medal or are we uh, like chewbacca
3: yeah the award is like ours because <laughs> we're doing the awards yeah
4: that that is <laughs> that is true
2: that is true uh, unfortunately <laughs> Uh, due to circumstances that um, maybe the podcast listeners will understand, uh, as Debbie could not be here uh, more
3: tonight. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> not <right>. here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. jumped in to do the mm-hmm. announcement. Um, His face is a little bit red, probably. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: yes, uh, but he will be fine. I'm sure everything yeah, will yeah. be fine. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I might forgive him eventually, but. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this is the biggest and the most prestigious award show ever, actually,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's bigger than the Oscars, right? Uh, absolutely, I mean,
3: bigger we've got a uh, we got the biggest Google talk
4: we do in
3: in uh, award
4: show history, maybe? yes, at least at least let's got an award show history. Right. Yes,
3: yes, that, that's <laughs> something we can cling on to. <laughs> yeah. and it's the first ever annual one. So, uh, if things keep going the way they're going, it might be the only first ever <laughs> annual award show.
2: Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, so yeah. we've been actually we've been talking about doing this for at least the past. I think this is like the third year, and now we're yeah. actually doing it. So maybe yeah. maybe something is wrong with us. I don't know, but uh, probably. Probably. I mean, the other years we've all we have always traditionally done like worst pilot, uh, from a statistic point of view. Um, this would be the fourth year I think we've we've do worst pilot. Um, so uh, so yeah, let's uh let's see how that goes.
4: Um. So, oh, should we just start? Start with the first category?
3: Yeah, just skip the pleasantries. <laughs> How are you doing and shit? Nobody yeah,
2: cares. Yeah, screw those those today. I think. I mean, uh, just uh, to sort of intro a little bit. Um, then maybe worth noting, that, like we have a number of categories, like like award shows do. Uh, and uh, for some of these, we will we will base ourselves on data. Uh, and, but we'll also we have also we also have voting
4: data. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, we, we asked people to vote, but we, we do actually have data on things as well.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then But there are some categories that are purely sort of subjective, where it's just mm-hmm. voting data. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then for each, we will uh, present the nominees. And uh, if you want to play along at home, you can uh, sit there and try to guess, like, uh, who's actually going to win. Yeah. Um, and, and please do. Just write, write in the chat. Oh yes, can be great. yes. If you're listening to us live, and uh, otherwise you can yell it at your significant other, and they will yes. be really, really unsure why you're screaming Darth Maul at them randomly. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, I think we should start with the with the most sort of uh, traditional category of worst pilot, uh, and. I don't want to say this all the time. So, sort of in general, we are only looking at 2.5. We are only looking at standard. Uh, and in the category of worst pilot, we're traditionally not including like generic or even multi pips. So, this is a category that has been dominated for the last three years by Swoop. Yes. Legendary badges.
3: Rightfully so.
2: Rightfully so. <clears throat> well deserved. I mean, it went as far as Swoop uh, uh, faked his own death uh and came back and took the new name of Hawk you yeah, yep. I mean it's not very imaginative swoop Hawk right uh
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then he went on to fly um uh, a lot and currently he's quite popular right so I might
3: be, I mean he might be the best worst pilot in history of worst of, pilots
2: yes, absolutely
4: so uh he's so useless <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh yeah.
2: So the nominees for the worst pilot award of is it for 2022? I guess it is for 2022. Historically, right? True. Yeah. For 2022 is Inaldra in the M3A, K2SO in the U-wing, O66 in the Infiltrator, Swoop, the current champion. And, and it pains me. Sorry. Bangal oh. in the RC2, A-Wing. I'm sorry, Nobby, yeah.
4: but uh,
2: I'm just saying what the data is saying.
4: Yeah, those were the options we gave out. But we had another character. People could write what they yes. wanted. Yes, yes, As yes. Well. yes. Uh,
2: yeah, for the, for the votes, people could also just chime in with whatever they wanted. These options are those that statistically scored the worst. Uh, for the data and nomination, I should say that I sort of decided that there will be enforced a minimum of free showings. The problem with the very bad ships is that they're not played that much because, I mean, X-Wing players are dumb, but they're not that dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which actually means that 066 and Sari are not really considered. But uh, let's get over to uh, giesli Do you have uh, the envelope with the with the popular votes? with a popular vote for
4: worst party. Yeah, it was actually pretty close. Uh it was very very close between uh 66 and Swoop with uh Inultra being in third place. But the winner with 25.9% of the votes was Swoop.
0: Woo Yay. so
2: the audience trusts the champion. Yeah. That is fantastic. And that is and I mean in many ways, I mean, Swoop was actually played. Mm-hmm. Um he was played a grand total of four times mm-hmm. in twenty twenty two, and his average performance was bad. It was just twenty point five percent. Uh, which is worse than K2SOs at 20.6. However, it is nowhere near as bad as the real champion, Aldra 13%. I mean, Swoop is standing in a corner now saying these are amateur numbers. Last time I won, I scored 3%. Uh, yeah. But...
3: <laughs> yeah. 3% is... Like different different galaxy, that's so bad. Yeah, that is so (laughs) bad. Uh, I'm not.
2: I'm not. I'm not sure we had a minimum number of results required uh, uh, last time. But no mind that. Uh, I think I should also say that for most of these categories, unless specifically mentioned, then we only we've only allowed things to to count if they have been out at least since 2.5 release. So yeah. all the new releases, we're just saying, because it's so unstable when things come out. And usually for some, there's just not enough data. For others, it's just like, it's more like, oh, I'm trying this out because it's new. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to have it a little bit of time to settle. You had to sort of have a showing mm-hmm. all over the year. And yeah, uh, it does mean, however, that there are a few pilots that at the time where I did these numbers, which was like last week, um, there are a few pilots that I just want to say that I see you and I'm watching you and you better get better. And, mm-hmm. and that is specifically like Drift in the C95. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's the cool side-slipping one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: 12.5%.
4: Yeah.
2: And Dr. Afra, 3%. And I'm pretty wow. sure that at least the Dr. Aphra stat- statistic, that's not where she's, where she is in a year.
4: Yeah, I mean, it pains me. It's just, I, it's just one just,
2: showing. Um, yeah.
4: No, no, yeah. But uh, I, I want to mention one thing, because uh, what is the worst pilot in two point five? And Ait, uh, he got a nomination. Yes, yes, nomination. he, yeah, he got a a popular vote. <laughs>
3: Which is funny, because I haven't really played 2.5. That's interesting.
4: You have (laughs) have a a little bit.
2: bit. All right. I mean, Uh, you beat me in your first game, which I think was also my first game.
3: This popular vote is just two letters, E and G, which spells me in Icelandic. So I'm not really sold on that vote for me, but... We'll go with it. (laughs) I think it
2: also just could be a non-Icelandic trying to spell your name.
4: Uh, Yeah, that would probably be Mark. (laughs) Yeah, blame our friend Mark on this.
0: Uh, But then again, if
4: if it was Mark... He's the only one in the whole wide world that calls
3: me Egg.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But don't you think he would add one more G then? (laughs) <laughs> no. Uh, no. Nah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Gisli, do you want to present the next category?
4: Yes. The next category was what is the best unique pilot in 2.5? And we have uh, the nominees which we put in. Uh, there was a uh, Paris Afi. Uh, there was Captain Feroff, Lieutenant Lorer Lutton, the Swedish sinker. Three and Netram Pollard in the B wing, right? Yes, yes.
2: Let me get the envelope. Do you have the envelope oh. with the results? Ahead?
4: Yes, yeah, I'll, yes. Yeah. Drumroll, please.
2: In the popular vote, right? Yeah. In the
4: popular vote, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. And the most and best unique pilot in two point five from a start is Captain Fairoff. Oh the, yeah. The runner-up is Barry Sophie with a strong showing at twenty-two percent, beaten out by tw- faroffs twenty-nine point six percent. And I guess uh, Lytton gets an honorable mention with uh, 11%.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we look at the data, though, (laughs) then (laughs) of the nominees, then Barris is the worst. And Faroff is the second worst. Yeah. Uh, They had a lot of showings, but I think uh, what Tricked people up here is there was a little thing that was called dumb rebel alpha in the very start of 2.5. Yeah. Do you remember the the B wings with the with the bomb yeeting and four points? Yeah. yeah. Yeet. So the actual winner is Netrom Pollard with an average score of 65% over 28 showings.
3: I don't think I've ever been this happy. A B-Wing won something, Ed.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Against all odds. The the fun thing there with the popular vote is Netrim and Polar didn't get a single vote. No. But Carl did. <laughs> Carl, the academy pilot.
2: Yeah, I actually received uh, complaints that we had not made it possible for <laughs> for them to vote on Carl. I'm also I'm also a little disappointed somebody voted for Anakin. And I'm like, how many Anakin's are there in this game? <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if we only count the one that says Anakin and not just is Anakin. Uh but there's still like what five?
3: It's just their yeah. combined efforts in all chassis. Yeah. And they got yeah. one vote. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um Fifth Brother got a vote? Sunfact got a vote. Yeah. Dini Elberger got a vote.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: But yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, that is fantastic. Wow. 60. What, what did you say? 60. 60. 55%. 5%. Wow. But it was pretty close though.
2: It is very close at the top there like
0: mm-hmm.
2: Netrim 65 Lucentry 74. F- 64.5 Lurir 64.3 fair of 63.6 Paris 62.8 mm-hmm. so v- really really good I think also worth noting is that we do have uh, I just took the sort of five highest performers that could count because they have enough showings now not all of them but like but they are too new so, like, remember that 65% won for Netron Pollard. Click mm-hmm. Siege of Coruscant has 67. Uh, Voland, yeah. Das in the Tri Fighter have 67.8. Uh, the Iron Assembler has 69.7. Juno Eclipse has 72.1. Wow. And all these four have significant showings. But then we have the boss himself, Honda Onaka in a Fire Spray. 100 percent average
3: in one showing
2: in one showing because if he had to he would be 50 percent. because isn't that the kind of guy hondo is it's oh, like yeah. always <laughs> a 50 50. yeah yeah
4: yeah exactly. i mean
2: i mean on the other hand he still lived so maybe if he took like 100 games he would score 51 percent. he's just <laughs> barely scraping by and making a profit right yeah
4: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Okay.
4: Oh. Hey. So. So
2: oh, yes.
4: go into next category then.
2: Yes.
3: Is that uh yeah. no, I think it's it? My eight? turn. Yes. <clears throat> and the award is best non-unique pilot. Uh 2.5 star standard, no pips, or more than one pip. And the nominees are Black Squadron Ace, First Order Test Pilot, ISB Jingoist, Naboo Handmaiden, Separatist Bomber, or the Tempest Squadron Pilot.
2: Oh, and this, uh, this is exciting. Yeah. Uh, I, have the, I have the envelope here. Let me see. The, envelope. the listener says... Yeah. The listener says, alarmingly, the ISP, ISP jingoist gets over 70% of the popular vote. He could beat Trump with those numbers.
3: <laughs> well, you only need like uh, 45% to beat Trump, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, if I were an ISP jingoist, I would probably be voting Trump. Actually, <laughs> I mean, I, I, as mm. I remember it, jingoist means uh, somebody who doesn't like foreigners. So,
4: <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> oh, we dug too deep into American politics again. <laughs> anyway, and who's the actual winner? <laughs>
3: um, the actual winner uh, would be. A separatist bomber, yes, yes, what, yes, at 76.5 percent, uh, in 11 showings, yeah, beating out the Naboo handmaiding by a hair at 73.5 percent in 88 showings. Mm-hmm. Wow,
2: yeah, it might be okay that they uh nerfed the Naboo there, like three <laughs> points and yeah. score points on first round and. Can carry Iron Torpedo. <coughs> um, mm-hmm. maybe
4: it was under costed. But we have to mention the ISB jingo since he won by the popular vote. Yeah. He was only at fifty-six point two, but we only put them put him there because he has nine hundred and fourteen showings. That's, yeah, that's, that's bonkers. That's
2: I mean I knew that everybody would think that yeah. It would be the ISP Djangoist, and that's why we put mm-hmm. it in there. It was like a fake nominee. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but is it nine hundred and fourteen unique lists or is it like
2: No, it's probably or... slightly over half that.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's true. Okay. But still, it's still then it's four hundred and something showings. Yeah
2: yeah it's probably also five hundred but it is massive
4: yeah it's massive but and but,
3: it's still at fifty six point two percent yes in that many many uh <laughs> yeah in that many entries that I mean, is kind of bonkers right
4: I mean to be fair uh at one time and two when you built an imperialist you put two isb jingos and wampa and built from there
2: yeah yeah i I would say I think the fifty six point two percent is not that far away from imperial average, mm-hmm. which, when you think about it, makes sense because all the Imperials brought one or two of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, um, so is it the faction or is it the pilot? Um, it, it, the 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 idea about all everything going towards fifty as more people play them, it's it it works only on in in a balanced world. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, I think it's worth talking just a little bit more about the fact that the Separatist Bomber got Mm 76.5%. Because if you look at it, then apart from this Hondo Unaka thing, Mm -hmm. which was just one guy who built one list, attended one tournament, and won it, and that's why we got Mm -hmm. 100, uh, then the Separatist Bomber is the highest scoring of any pilot if we combine the uniques the non-uniques the limited the mm. unlimited blah 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 and mm. that is insane
3: that is kind of insane yeah it is it is
2: also because wow. the separatist bomber have not been nerfed so yeah
4: mm-hmm.
2: I don't know uh, that who can... knew I was a separate separatist player Oh, you don't want to fly a hyena. Hyenas are horrible. Just shoot <laughs> <Yeah>. them.
3: <laughs> well, apparently not.
2: <sighs> okay, so... Uh, then it's me again, right? Sure. Mm, sure. All right. So, the award for the most played limited pilot... Uh, I should say unique, actually, because that's where we add. Yeah, 2.5 standard single pip. Yes. And the nominees are... Commander Malaris in the TIE FO. Iden Versio. Luke Skywalker. Wampa. Or... Wedge Antilles. And I should say, when best. we say most played, we mean has been in most lists as a number, not as a like a percentage of the lists in the faction that they are in or something. So it's not because otherwise Grievous would be here, um, I'm sure, and a few others. But so just who's been most lists. So Malarus, Iden, Luke, Wampa, or Wedge. And Uh, Gisly, uh you have the envelope with the
4: yeah but i i want to mention this category with the popular world was very very close and i was looking at it like daily just and it was going left and forward and right and back and middle and everything just changing changing it up so uh, the big three here were malarus luke and Aiden, and the winner is, drumroll, drumroll, Aiden Versio, with 26.9%, <sighs> isn't that lovely, look at that, top four are two TIE
3: Fighters, and uh, two X-Wings,
4: no, she's a traitor, I don't like this.
2: No, but then you can be happy because she didn't actually win. Of all the nominees, she was the least played. Uh, only three hundred and thirty-eight uh, items is what you can find. Um, however, you have three hundred sixty-two lukes, which is the exact same that's exact same number of lukes as there is Malarus's. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, luke's kind of been always kind of popular. He's always over. been kind of Maller, popular, but Maller but, but Rebels have not normal. been
2: as, yeah, and Rebels have not been as popular as as they normally would be over 2.5, because they've frequently yeah. been either the best or the worst. Yeah. Uh, however, one Rebel pilot that uh, goes to the top is Wedge Antilles with 375 lists, but he is handedly beaten out by the actual winner. Give it up for
4: Wampa! Whoa, the White Furry. White Fury. Yeah. Um, no, I said I, I. didn't say Fury. I said Furry.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the Stockholm Wombas.
4: No, 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 no. <laughs> I was just talking about Wampa in general.
2: Oh, well. <laughs> yes. So 397 Wombas. Um, also uh, suspiciously good, 60% average. Yeah. Which is incidentally the exact same as Aiden.
4: Yeah, but he only got 7.7% of the votes, general votes.
2: Yeah. So, um, a dark star. And I mean, most played limited pilot. If, if I mean, all the best or worst, I mean, you can discuss whether the statistics actually show that, but I mean, most mm-hmm. played, it shows mm-hmm. it pretty well.
4: Yep. Uh-huh. Absolutely. No,
2: okay. so it's my
3: turn again, right? I think it's Gisley
4: All right. Gisley, take it away. Oh, yeah. So, next category was a most played non-unique pilot. 2.5 standard, no pips or more than one pip. And the nominees were the Alpha Squadron Pilot, Black Squadron Ace, Bombardment Drone, ISP jingoist and separatist drone. So this one, I have the envelope. I have taken a look at it, yeah. and this one was won by a landslide. Yeah. And that was the winner is by the for the general votes is the ISP jingoist. That. Doesn't come as a surprise, though, right? Right. No,
2: we're not surprised.
4: No, I mean we kind of told the answer, or me, but but the voting had had closed, so it was okay. Yes.
2: Uh, huh. It Whew. is actually. I think that there were so many ISP jingoists that even if all the other four nominees. Which are number two to five in this particular race, even if we combine them, they're still less. Yeah, by over a hundred lists or hundred entries.
4: Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That,
3: yeah. <laughs> All right. What? What? No, I think just nine hundred fourteen
2: yeah
4: yeah yeah that's a lot true. i mean my uh, second rebel list in 2.5 was basically two isp jingos wampa vader and and a rack right i think it was
2: sure i mean jingos
4: and everything was like fully loaded how did how, how how did that fit in a list i don't know why I just it baffles me.
2: Well, I mean, I think several things should, uh, but yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Hey, do you want to do the next category?
3: Sure. And the nominations for best chat, best chassis, are as follows: the Fireball.
4: The what? Yeah, fireball. (laughs) do you mean? (laughs) No, it's fireball.
3: That's that's a nomination for best chassis. Yes. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Naboo royal and one star fighter, the Nimbus class weaving, resistance transport pod, or the TIE Reaper. Oh, it's exciting. Let's
2: see what. Let's before we see the, the what the data says. Let's look at.
3: Uh, Yeah, popular vote.
2: What the popular vote says. So. um,
3: Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. You got it? it. Okay. Yeah, I see it. Uh, So, (laughs) and the winner of those five nominees (laughs) is the Fire Spray, who was not nominated. Yes. At like 26%, because one guy spelled it wrong.
4: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's. Yeah. I mean. I'm not surprised, though. I'm not surprised. I consider
3: it to be the best chassis, although it's kind of, uh, I mean, our our numbers come from best performing chassis, right? And that's kind of dependent dependent on what you can put in there with it. It might still be the best chassis.
2: It could be. I think it's interesting to see how far it is off.
3: Yeah. Anyway, Fire Spray at 26%. Then we got the TIE Reaper in second place at 18.5% of the voters. And then we got the Nimbus and the Fireball uh, tied for third. And uh, then we have our numbers. Yes. And uh, by no surprise, well, actually, X-Wing players are probably surprised they didn't vote for it. Uh, the Thai Reaper won out. Yeah. With
4: a lot, well, what, like 61.3%. Yeah, I mean, but the Thai Reaper was the second in the general vote. Oh, so. yeah, true.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. True. Um, yeah, by 3%. Then there's the Resistance Transport Pod, 3 percentage after. Then we got the Naboo Royal starfighter almost the same number and also the fireball at also all perfect. of those three are 58 percent point something yeah numbers there at 57.8 yeah
2: and uh i just looked it up uh the fire spray is at 53.4 which put so it he is quite high yeah ish
4: mm-hmm. he is quite high though Right.
2: Yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of things that's better than him. Sure, like, sure. Uh, the scavenged YT-1300 is better than him. Uh, the cy Shuttle, the TIE-SF, the Nantex outperforms him, the LUT, mm. uh the TIE-BA, the Baron yeah. Interceptor. I mean, there's so many things. So if, if, I don't think we don't have a most popular chassis, uh, we just did the best. Uh, if we had done most popular chassis, fire spray is number five. Mm-hmm. So, since yeah. we don't have any, can you which other ships would you think would be in that top five for most um, blade chassis?
3: Popular Firefighter. Uh, Firefighter,
2: yeah. TIE fighter, TIE fighter, yeah, TIE check.
4: Um, X Wings check 65s, yeah, yeah, X Wings check. Uh, maybe, <coughs> maybe V Wing, uh.
3: No, it's all the way down to. Okay. Oh, wait, that okay. Uh, the cheap cheap droid dude.
2: Uh that is number no, six. No, nobody plays. Oh, okay.
4: Um, let me see. Uh, Naboo. Uh,
2: Naboo. No. 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 Not even close. Think
4: of it oh, this oh, way. Oh, I mean, oh, if you want oh, to win the, this category, the, the, it's good the, to have in-
2: something that can be the way you can bring multiple. The in-
4: yeah, in- interceptor. How?
2: Oh no, uh, the interceptor is also way down there.
4: Well, how about oh. the tie
3: um, tie uh, fo?
2: Yes, that's number three. So yeah. it's tie fighter, X wing, fo, something, and then fire spray.
4: Um. um Ooh, uh,
2: the X-1. Uh, no. Uh, it is actually pretty high, the X-1, considering that you usually only fly one of them. Number four is the Ether Sprite. Oh. Uh, but oh, I, yeah. I, I actually think that if you look at this data and say um, that with the points, and I mean, this was also a, a, a aim for FFG, and I think it's certainly been one for AMG, that, you know, We want to see iconic ships on the table. And this is actually just that. This is sort of statistically showing that if you walk into a game store and see somebody plays X-Wing, what are you most Mm -hmm. likely to see? Mm
1: -hmm. And
2: the TIE Fighter wins. The X-Wing is second. Then the TIE FO. Then the Ether Sprite. Then the Fire Spray. Then the Vulture. Then the Mm -hmm. RC1 A-Wing. Then the T-70. Then the TIE Advanced X1 then the resistance Y-wing, then the V-wing, then the Tie Whisper, then Interceptor C-95 Reaper B-wing Defender. I mean, when are we going to go to something that is bad? Oh, down here we have Hawk. Right? That's like the first time we have a non-movie ship.
3: Yeah, but where's the YT-1300? Um
2: the most iconic of them all. The most iconic is it, when you do this kind of things because it takes up so many points. It just gets yeah. a little sort of rare. Sure. So like the most popular one is, is the scavenged one. So race. Uh That's 200 of those. So if we combine them. If a, if a Falcon is a Falcon. And there's nearly 200 Rebels also. And... uh 110 scum. So they go to around 500, so all together they would make it in sort of a round interceptor, which is not bad.
3: Mm. I mean, I think the most iconic battle you could put on the board would be a Falcon, X-Wing, TIE Fighter, and a Lambda.
2: Yeah. That never happened, though.
3: No, I mean, if you go into a game store and you see ships that you know, I oh, think yeah. those are the four ships that you would know.
2: Yeah, true. Uh, so essentially, the uh, uh, the weird demo game that uh, uh, Ryan and Dee did with... Were they wrestlers or something? What? A couple of years ago, the the Flybetter boys, they did... They streamed a video where they partnered with another YouTube channel. That was I don't know if I don't know why I thought they were wrestlers, but so they essentially oh, they, yeah, they yeah. found these two these two dudes, mm-hmm. uh, and they each sort of became coach for one of them, and then they set up to play X-wing, and mm-hmm. that was like Vader and a Lambda and a couple of Ties versus, uh, you know, a Falcon, uh, a couple of X-wings and something.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah I remember that
2: so that was essentially the, the battle you just mentioned okay cool, cool. Um, but let's move on to the upgrade. best upgrades. the yeah. best upgrades. so I shall say here for best upgrades I have not removed all the new um then I've not removed upgrades that were used on newly released pilots. But we don't have any newly released upgrades.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The nominees here surprised me. So remember this is best upgrade, so it is like the one that has on average the best. So we have the nominees are the Alpha Free E S configuration, so the badly <laughs> wing configuration. Commander Pyre crew for First Order, uh, okay, Hotshot Gunner, very surprisingly, uh, okay. ISP Slicer, <laughs> and Sabine Rencrew. Okay. So, Geesley, what are the listeners saying here? There's a lot of random guesses.
4: Yeah, a lot of them. But there was one that stood out, like really, really stood out. Like everything had like a single vote, like a lot of them, we have like three pages. But yeah. uh, then there were two like who got more. I was the hot shot gunner. With two votes? Uh, yeah. But the winner with 24% of the votes was... Commander Pyre Crew. Yes. Yes.
2: In actuality, Commander Pyre... Yeah, that's the public vote. Uh, In actuality, Commander Pyre Crew is the second best upgrade. Mm -hmm. But the very best upgrade is the ISB ISB Slicer Slicer. with 69.5% average performance. Yeah. I haven't looked oh. through this. I'm pretty sure this is just like, uh, it's probably quite common to put this. It, it's not why we bring this ship. It's not to bring the ISP slicer, mm-hmm. but it just fit a certain mm-hmm. Duplo build or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's secret genius here. It's a statistical fun.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No. laughs> yeah. So <laughs> load up on those ISP slicers, excellent players.
2: Yes, do so. It, it it's good luck. Apparently, statistically, you will uh... sell, sell,
4: sell, sell.
2: Yeah, I mean, st- statistically with ISP slicer, nearly seventy percent. Uh, you will be sort of borderline making cut. Uh, mm-hmm. just by bringing an ISP slicer. So,
4: <laughs> what if you if... Been bring bring two?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's too bad. It's an imperial only upgrade because otherwise, if you brought it on Hondo Anaka, Naka, your average performance would go above a hundred percent.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Ah, oh. I flew so good I won it twice. Exactly.
2: Okay, Geesley.
4: Yes, again. So, this is uh, the most played upgrade. Including upgrades on a new, new newly released pilot's, including standards, and the nominees are elusive, markmanship, predator, proton torpedoes, and shield upgrade And I have the envelope here for the general public. And that was that wasn't even close here, with almost fifty percent of the votes. And it was won by Elusive.
2: Elusive, yes, yeah. yeah. I will. That's have... something.
4: That this is something almost two point five standard thing. It was, yes. yeah, it, it tri- wasn't. Yeah, it it's... was almost never played in 2.0. point
2: no, and I think it was probably underplayed in 2.0, but uh, mm-hmm. I think in a game where you're just like, oh yeah, I have a town slot there's a lot more things mm-hmm. with town slots
0: mm-hmm.
2: and you frequently end up with like sort of a few points extra because you take mm-hmm. what you want and mm-hmm. you don't have points enough to buy what you really really want yeah uh, and the elusive is, is a
4: solid is... card,
2: yeah, and it is ridiculously cheap mm-hmm. I mean because if you think about it then even if you'd never recharge your elusive
0: mm-hmm.
2: then that is one green diary roll
0: mm-hmm.
2: which means that even if you we assume you don't have mods on def- on, de- mm-hmm. on defense which is like not even a realistic assumption but mm-hmm. but if we assume that then you have like three eights chance of that w- just that one use of elusive saving mm-hmm. your damage Yeah. So if a shield upgrade is eight points, then statistically, Elusive should be free and it's only two. Mm
4: -hmm. But we, we did mention who the actual winner was. Oh, who could it be? It's Elusive. (laughs) So the people were right this time.
2: Yes, they were. I would say that nobody voted for Predator. Not a single one. And it's actually the fourth most common upgrade.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And Elusive is just like the votes were out far for Elusive. So were the actual results. Yeah. Uh, there's like nearly 2,800 Elusives. And there's just like mm-hmm. sixteen, fifteen, sixteen hundred 1,600 of the other ones each. Yeah. So it's it's pretty far out there.
4: Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so, yeah, it's like twice the amount of the next one. Yeah. yeah and how
3: much two. is a Proton Torpedo now? 12. 12. Which and it I th- still manages to get 1,555 counts.
2: Yeah, and get yeah. into the top five upgrades. I mean, Elusive mm-hmm. is two, Marksmanship is one, Shield Upgrade is eight. That is also worrying. Uh, the And Design Order of popularity, right? And Predator mm-hmm, yeah. is two. Uh, So there's like three cheap ones and Mm -hmm. then Shield Upgrade at eight in the the number three spot and Proton Torpedoes in number five spots. Yeah. Um, But yeah. But (sighs) I would also say that if we just, before anybody goes social bananas about the Proton Torpedoes, I mean, their average win rate uh, performance bringing a Proton Torpedo is Mm. 51.8. Yeah. That's not bad. It is lower than elusive. Mm-hmm. It is lower than shield upgrade.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's about the same as Predator. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So,
0: it
3: Right. <laughs> All right, next next category is what is the best faction? That sounds highly <laughs> Uh, subjective um uh best faction and the uh, nominees are well all of them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right and by popular vote we got the galactic Empire winning out with a landslide of 63 percent yeah yeah Whew. So two thirds of the field think the Empire is the best faction. Yeah, that's followed bad. by a very distant sec- second, uh, the Galactic Republic.
2: Yeah. All right. And, and Scum didn't so... get a single vote.
3: No. That's that's kind of sad. Um, the Rebels got one vote. And so did the First Order. Yeah. Um, but it was up to a landslide, so... Yeah. Jan, how are the actual numbers breaking down? Well,
2: the actual numbers is that the Galactic Empire is only the third best faction. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, in order yeah. from... Uh, let's go from uh, from worst to best.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We have Scum, and they are they are quite close, or at least they are sort of clustered. At the bottom, we have Scum at 50.3, and the Rebels at 50.6. What sort of Tier Mm 1? Then we have uh, Tier 2, where we have the Separatist at 54.2, the Resistance at 54.5, and the Empire at 54.6. But in the top, at nearly identical score, we have the First Order and the Galactic Republic at 55.2, and then... That's the next digit we need to look at. And the winner of those two is the Galactic Republic. What? Long live the Republic. In Jedis we trust.
3: Uh, Okay, I quit. Good soldiers follow orders. (laughs) I can't take it anymore. What do you mean? The, The Galactic Republic? the best performing faction? Are you
4: kidding me? (laughs) I mean, uh, sure,
3: why not? And the Rebels are second to last?
4: Yeah, as they should be. Oh,
3: Oh, well. And they even had like a dominant era in 2.5.
2: Yes, they did, but it was a very short-lived one. (laughs) Sure. Uh. I mean, there were never, there were always like, I think like what it was like two or three times where it was like, just at the start of a new meta,
0: mm-hmm.
2: rebels typically do well because, oh okay. yeah, it, it's quite easy to just build alpha squad, alpha strike, uh, b- b- beefy list. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you but can, then they some... get
4: countered and, and something better comes up. Basically.
2: Yeah. And something with a little bit more like
3: nuance. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And still, they're the second-to-last performing act,
4: uh, faction. How bad are they? I mean, they are. Uh, it's all pretty clustered, though. Yeah, right.
2: But I mean, Rebel, Rebel, and Scum have been uh, historically bad. I mean, both mm-hmm. these. I mean, Rebels are ne- have only rarely been like a top faction mm-hmm. for you know at least since two launch. Yeah. I mean, I then guess... again,
4: Scum, scum had uh, had Boba Fett in the yeah. fire spray.
2: So let me put it this way. Rebels are just paying for the sins of 1.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, no longer will we allow that people say, oh, it's Fenn's fault or it's Kanan's fault or mm-hmm. uh, it was Nimf- Nim's fault or Miranda's fault or Dash's fault or Poe's fault. No, they, those guys were all Rebels.
1: Mm-hmm. Now they're paying. Yeah. Now they're
2: fair and balanced. <laughs> <laughs> i am amazed no. that they cannot even compete with scum uh, statistically no. but that is just bum that's bonkers mm-hmm. i mean the resistance have also had large periods of 2.5 where they were like barely viable
0: mm-hmm. barely
2: played uh, but uh, but maybe we can look into this in the next one which mm-hmm. is the most played faction yes so and again the nominees are well all seven factions So let's see, Uh, Kisti, what does the listener say? Uh,
4: This one won by a landslide as well, since, uh, I mean, it's not going to be a surprise. So that was uh, the empire with the general public. And second most was the empire with 65.4% and then rebels with 19.2. And everybody oh. else, well, yeah, First Order got a vote, Republic got a vote, and Separatists got a vote.
2: Yeah, but everybody Res- could see that his Resistance and Scum was probably not it. And yeah. So uh the, the public says Empire, the number says Empire as well.
4: Yes. Uh, but it is closer than I thought.
2: It is uh, actually decently close, but let's get back to that. As I mm-hmm. just mentioned, Scum didn't get a vote.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But they are actually the third most played faction. Yes. So for every four Empire players, there have been three Scum players. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that is the popular perception. But let's get back to uh, uh, from the bottom. The least played faction is the Separatist Alliance. Mm-hmm. Um Followed by Resistance. Then First Order. Then Republic. Notice how the two best factions from before are like number three and four. Mm-hmm. No, number four and five in popularity only.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Then comes Scum. Then come, comes Rebel. Then comes Empire. Uh, at the top. So the original three factions are still sort of dominating the landscape a little bit.
4: And... Yeah. It's not really a surprise that they do, is it?
2: No, it's not.
4: I mean, after all, it is still a Star Wars game.
2: Yeah, it is, and uh, well, I, I think the other things would also like to claim to be Star Wars, but uh,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you know what I mean. You yeah, know
2: what I mean. Uh, but uh, I mean, those three factions uh, clearly outnumbering the other four, sort of as a group. Um, yeah. I am surprised that rebels poor performance have not, uh, like let them to, yeah, to, to, to be less played, mm-hmm. uh, because they are right there. I mean, it's like, yeah. Uh, if, if it had been a vote between the two, then empire would have got like 52% of the votes and rebels would have got 48, right? It's, it's sort of mm-hmm. that territory. Yeah. Um, but I'm amazed to see scum this popular. Um, I mm-hmm. think something like this would have looked different if we've only looked at like big tournaments that matter. And mm-hmm. normally, when I do statistics, I do that. But I didn't feel like in the spirit of this competition that that was what what matters. Mm-hmm. So this doesn't necessarily say what are you gonna find in the big tournament. It tells just as much about what are you gonna find in your local game store.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yes. Uh now we now, now we have a a category that we didn't put out to the general public. Yes. Because uh, this would have been like a popularity contest probably between people and we yeah. don't want that.
2: Yeah, but this is perhaps the most prestigious award, however.
4: Yes. You want to you want to do it?
2: I would love to do it because I have to do all the big disclaimers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is the award for best performing player. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Uh, And you can look at this in a million ways and put in a million criteria only count large tournaments, only do this, only do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I decided uh, after looking uh, a little bit back and forth that I would put the, the limit at you had to have attended at least four tournaments and mm-hmm. then I'm taking the average of your score. Again, not optimal. I mean, ideally we would just take like your best three performances. And
0: mm-hmm. if
2: you attend more tournaments, then, then that's your benefit, but I mm-hmm. couldn't be bothered to do all that data work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've only used the larger 2.5 tournaments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is typically, I mean, we used to have a barrier at like 60. That's a bit hard to find a lot of data if you do that. So I think it's around like 32-ish that I decided mm-hmm. 40 or something. Then you get into larger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should also say that there's a big disclaimer here on how good you have been at consistently getting your name spelled the same way uh, and appear <laughs> as the same identity on List Fortress. Yeah. For some of the top players... Uh, I do have aliases in there. So if I know a player is frequently known by different names, like Ollie, mm-hmm. who's sometimes Ollie Pocknell, sometimes Oliver Parknell, sometimes Ollie 186, sometimes Ollie underscore 186. I have mm-hmm. all his aliases in there because I feel it's interesting to track him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nominees are in alphabetical order. Andrew Urla, the glorious and vendor,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Christopher Patrick, a.k.a. Crispy, who we yeah. talked a lot about over the year. I think mm-hmm. of all these, he might even have been the one that got the most attention, especially in the second half of the year.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Then we have Doc Howe of the US, and Nicholas, the God, Nilsson. King of the North, no, no, he's not that, is he?
4: No, that's uh, that's Andreas, right? I think, but he was the yard, was he? Yeah, I think Nicholas Scott was the yard. Oh, oh, oh. either one. I I don't remember. It was either one.
2: There's as Andreas, and Nicholas, right? So Mm -hmm. yeah, the three. I I I guess. eh, I guess we got a new king of the North now. Um. Anyway. And then our good friend, Ollie. Mm-hmm. And I can already say that these five are the ones that under the criteria, they are the top five. Yeah. So, with that in mind, the winner is Andrew Olaf, Canada.
0: What?
2: Yes. What? And I actually haven't even counted the fact that he was also, I assume, on the winning Canadian XCC team, Mm -hmm. which would only add to this. But you heard a lot of performance percentages. And what have we learned from that? Where we have sort of learned that, you know, 60% is good, 70% is broken. Mm -hmm. That has sort of been like where we usually are. So let yeah. give let let me give you these uh, these guys averages that so yeah in number five we have Nicholas yeah the god Nilsson he has six tournaments uh, that counted to his name and he averages eighty three point five percent it's crazy that is just around the cut sort of mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's that's what that is yeah in fourth place. We have Doc Howe of the U.S., 86.3, with four tournaments. Mm -hmm. And as we get into the medals, our dear world champion, Oliver Pocknell, 87.3, also four tournaments. The runner-up is Christopher Patrick. With eight tournaments to his name,
4: Mm -hmm.
2: averaging ninety-one point three.
4: It's crazy!
2: Wow! And then Andriola winning it with a clean ninety-two percent average, and four over four tournaments.
3: This is just—it's
4: bonkers!
2: This is pretty decent. Insane!
4: It is. It is. Uh, so, and, yeah. kudos to all all five of them! Wow, this is
2: this is very impressive. Uh, we should actually get a hold of them and let them know, mm-hmm. or something. We should at least yeah. let Andrew know that he won. We should make mm-hmm. an award or something. Uh, can we get uh, I guess can we just make the editor do that? Award? Yeah, like a medal uh, or something.
4: Jesus, you're, <laughs> ask, you're asking a lot. <laughs>
2: i'm not asking you i'm asking the editor
4: i'll talk to the editor
2: oh let's see what we can do that might not be budget for it i mean we did effectively hinder our patron anyway (laughs) um congratulations but really to all five of them they are like world-class players and i think it's Mm -hmm. interesting that we have one canadian two americans an English, and a Swedish guy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Let's get uh, an even more strong competitive season going, and then I think 2023 could be even more interesting. Yes, yes. Cool. Yep, um, yep. Okay, so, Gisli, I think it was actually your turn on that one. So can you take the next one, maybe?
4: Yes. And, well... Those are only subjective of words, obviously, yes. because so we have now no the listeners
2: under. or the voters win it all. Yes, basically they are so, the run.
4: so best release of 2022. And then, well, yeah, best for the game, not the most overpowered. So the nominees are the Gauntlet, the uh, Pride of Mandalore Pack, Racer's Crest. The C-95, Rogue class, Hotshots and Aces 2, Battle of Yavin, and Siege of Coruscant.
2: Oh, this is a nail biter.
4: This is a nail biter. Well, there were... This actually came as a little bit of a surprise. There, It was a nail biter between two packs. That was the Battle of Yavin and Hotshots and Aces. Too, but the winner was with thirty three percent of the votes. Was Hotshots and Aces too? Yay! Yay! Yay!
2: That is fantastic. It is. It is. Uh, But I'm impressed that the Battle of Yemen got this high.
4: Yes, Uh, I agree. I agree.
2: I should say that Pride of Mandalore takes a respective third pace with like Mm -hmm. 15% of the votes and Battle of Yevon Mm -hmm. have like a quarter. But Mm -hmm. still a dominant victory.
4: Yep. Absolutely. Well, not a a dominant victory. Dominant top two. Dominant top.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but still getting a third of the vote in a field with this many nominees is is, is impressive. Mm -hmm.
4: It is. It is. It is. So, yeah, it did come as a surprise with Battle of Battle of Yavin because uh, obviously it's uh, standardized and, and not everybody was happy with it. So no,
2: no, no. There was a lot of like it was standardized. It was a scenario. It was not really a competitive yeah. thing. And yeah, I think it's interesting. And I think. I think it would be good for our community not to have like less tournaments, but uh, I think there's a lot of people who played competitive for years who would mm-hmm. uh, really enjoy a break of, you know, just playing mm-hmm. the game and playing a very different game,
0: but mm-hmm. we'd
2: still be able to use all the skill sets that they honed in competition for years.
4: Is that a hint that the, on us? Yes,
2: it is a hint of you. Uh, <laughs> next time I'm in Iceland, we are playing Battle of Yevon, whether Stebbie wants to or not.
4: Yes.
3: <laughs> All right. We, hey. I think we're going to have to tie him up and hold him down. Uh, but okay. Okay,
2: but it, but if we tie him up, then we are not only playing Battle of Yevon, then we are playing Battle of Yevon with interceptors. Oh yeah. If he participates, he can at least choose to not have that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: I, I exactly. think this is like uh, if you channel divinity on undead, he might just evaporate.
2: <laughs> I will play Team uh. Rebels with you, Ed. Woo! Okay, let's do it. Okay. Uh, right. Ed, take the yep. the next one.
3: All right. And this one is the opposite. The worst release. Of 2022, and same nominees as the previous category, and uh, again, uh, this by an even bigger landslide, we've got. <laughs> I love this so much. Uh, with just under 60 percent of the votes, the C95 release. Yeah. That uh, is That is atrociously bad. The listeners have spoken.
2: And I think I actually think it's weird because I was like, oh god, I hate the model, why is so big? Then I looked some more and then I decided I hated it as well. <laughs> when I look at some of the pilots, I mean I think they've been very creative with the pilot abilities. There's a lot of value in the pack, but sure. nobody's really flying it and it
3: doesn't Do you really know matter. That is?
2: And... Yeah,
3: because but... it's a terrible chassis.
4: Yeah, but the funny thing—it's uh, still a surprise that uh, the C9, I mean, at least it's a new ship. Yeah, it's not a card pack or anything. No, it's not really a new ship, is it? It is. It was a uh, ish, right? Wasn't
2: it? Oh, but it is, yeah. it, is, it is a new ship. I mean, it does have yeah, yeah. Uh, the same stat it, it was and the, re- the same dial, but I mean, it is... It was a
4: Republic one.
2: It is the Republic one, and it does have a new chassis ability and all. So, it is like oh. a new take on it, and I mean, all these pilots are dirt cheap. I mean, they're like three points. All mm-hmm. of them. And yeah. uh, several of them are like... If you put all the C-95 pilots into a box and just order them by what is actually best. They all cost three points in every faction, right? The Rebel, the Scum, the Republic. I would say that your top five probably has four from the Republic.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then Aaron Kraken, that's the very best one.
3: That one I take. Yeah, I mean, sure. This sounds like a best of the worst kind of deal.
2: Oh, Aaron Kragan is very good and very popular. Um, uh, yeah, okay.
3: That's just because of his pilotability. But, yeah, you know.
2: exactly. Uh, but I mean, almost all of, all of these can bring like a, a procket or something. So I don't know. Um, I have a feeling that they will eventually show up, I guess. But it's just...
3: Yeah, it putting just a felt... pocket on that ship, you'll never bullseye that stuff. Terrible dial. Uh, so average. It's got no nothing. It's got uh, uh, anyway. Let's not. Uh, don't let me rant on about this, please. Okay, that's fine. Uh,
2: okay, but then let's move along to uh, another uh, interesting and non divisive category, namely, what is the best rule change of all of two point five? Yes, and Oof. the. Oh, we don't even have this in the show notes. Okay, we'll go over here. Uh, the nominees are No Scoring, Round 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed by Change to Objective Scoring, which I think mm-hmm. is the same.
4: No, no, no. They changed the objective scoring on Chance encounter.
2: Counter. Oh, okay. So let's assume that means changes to chance encounter. Uh, then we have change of objective count. So that's for Scramble. Uh, that's part of Scramble anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Then we have iron rules. And then we have no more rolling on Scramble. And I mean, the only one of those, there's only two of them that got more than one vote. So no more rolling on Scramble got two votes. Is one of them you, Gisley?
4: No, nope, no, no. No, no, no. Okay. I, I didn't vote for that.
2: But the overall winner and the most landslided award in this entire show, I think, mm-hmm. is no-round-round scoring being the best rules change of
4: 2.5. Yes. And I agree with that.
2: Yes. That is very oh. nice. It just... Yeah. That little rule Still from the beta we will just forget ever existed.
4: Yeah, just rushing towards the objectives round one, get points in. It was it was not good. That's why interceptors were so good as well.
3: Steppe <laughs> <laughs> says in chat, no interceptors. Okay. <laughs> yes, Steppe, uh, there will be interceptors and you will be playing them. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> so, we have the the next, yeah, next award and the last award.
2: last award.
4: This is the most pret- pre- prestigious one, right? Oh, absolutely. And we we need to we need to read all the all the ones that came, right? Because I, I mean, I people wrote all sorts of stuff. All yeah. sorts of
2: stuff, but a, a lot of it is strangely enough us uh, <laughs> taking these. Yeah.
4: So, should I go with this or?
2: Yes, it is your.
4: So we put in a few nominees. We for, put what in
2: what is what is the award for?
4: Oh, the worst decision of 2022. So the first one, first nominee was uh, Steppis. I'm on a break because clearly nobody wants him on a break. Can't yeah. complain. Yes. Uh, nominee number two was my very own go fuck yourself breakdown rant.
2: Yes, that was memorable.
4: Yeah, it, w- it was glorious.
2: It might even actually in- have been late twenty-one. I don't. I'm not quite sure.
4: No, it was twenty-two.
2: Oh, yeah, it was probably yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, the third one is eight taking over the T the two squadron intro. I'm rooting <laughs> for that one.
2: I'm gonna do a spoiler and says that one got no votes.
4: I'm
3: very sad and very happy at the same time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and another nominee was the two point legacy rules changes. So. Yeah, there were a few, few rules changes. and we will go go on those in the uh, next episode in the new section. And the third, no, fifth one, sorry, was the whole change to 2.5. just like from 2.0. And another nomination was the whole tulip cast singing and dancing. Well, not really No, not, it, not really any dancing. votes for
2: that one either.
4: No, Apparently, people love li- it.
2: They like that.
4: Yeah, they like that. And another nomination was Jan getting another cat because his cute little kitten. He likes to chew on stuff, right? Yep. Especially internet cables.
3: Yes. While <laughs> streaming.
4: While streaming.
3: Welcome everybody from the Hexal gaming
4: raid. Oh. oh, and another nomination we put in there is for Noppy. Still no justice for sorry. Oh. Oh. And the last one we put was just Reddit. Plain and simple. Yeah, no no explanations. (laughs) No explanations needed why that might be the worst decision of 2022. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we got uh, two other nominees from the public. Uh, One of them being... O50 squadron still not banned banned from Twitch, YouTube, and other social media. And potatoes. I, I have, wonder if that. I wonder if that was Cormac.
2: I'm a, I, in my I'm head. Canon, that was totally Cormac. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay,
2: so I think uh, we should probably you know, do like a top five.
4: Yeah. Yes. Yeah backwards top five well so and the sure. worst decision well no it, it, is... it's really top three because
2: uh yeah yeah you can put there that. there are
4: three in third place that is oh, fourth uh, place. third third place
2: now they're shared fourth place if you do actual counting but yep. never the mind the third oh. largest number of votes
4: yeah <laughs> with 9.7% was still no justice for sorry yan getting another cat well i like you getting another cat
3: yeah i kind of like
4: that yeah. yeah and my very own go fuck yourself Break down rat yes yes very right. nice very nice and in well shared second place or second and third was legacy rules changes and Reddit. And the funny thing is, I put Reddit like halfway through. Yeah, (laughs) I just oh, I forgot to put it in there. (laughs) Half the votes had already come,
3: which is all right. And what is the worst decision of 2022?
4: Well. It doesn't come as a surprise, but I don't know. It's but, but it still does, because, I mean, we talk about this. This is the podcast, and that's the whole change of 2.5, the general public vote, would it? Yes.
2: It should be said that we are still in the, in the realm of, like, a third um, of the votes. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I was also surprised it is still that much. Mm-hmm. uh but I would have been I would have been concerned if it was like twice that amount. Yeah. Uh and I, I understand I... that uh and I'm I'm glad and I, I think there are probably people and it's only natural that there are people who are sort of playing two point five because they still want to play X Wing. Mm-hmm. But uh if they had to choose, they would mm-hmm. rather, you know, have that we had stayed where we were.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that is that's totally understandable,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, yeah. we are happy you're still listening. And hopefully you are still having, you know, fun. fun
3: Maybe you fun, yeah. you don't
2: think you have as much fun as you used to, or, but but if it's just still net fun for you, and if it's not, then stop playing. And still fun. listen and do like you know.
3: If on average you're having fun, then if,
2: that's good. On average you're having fun. <laughs> you don't have fun all the time.
0: <laughs>
2: do
3: you have fun all the time? I- all right, I would like to point out the one of the bad decisions of uh, 2022. Step is, I'm on a break, got a few votes.
4: So that's Debbie. Uh, listen to the people, Steppy. Yes, come back.
2: Yes, I was one of those votes, Steppy.
4: You shouldn't say that. No,
2: oh, sorry. I have I, have I ruined our democracy?
3: No, no. No, no, no. There are more votes than yeah, more than votes you.
2: than 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 just me. Yes. Yeah. Put it this way. Never let's <laughs> see the actual numbers. So uh, that was the awards. Um Yeah. We should do this again next year.
4: We should. We should. Maybe we will. It Maybe was fun. we will. Uh, it was, fun. It, was it, it was it was like goofy fun.
3: I mean if we don't. It's still an interesting thing to have the first ever annual award show as the last ever annual <laughs> award show as well.
2: That is true. Oh. That is actually kind of hilarious.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh. And I mean, it's very typical that we do a big award show and then, you know, as we as we do the last sort of joking category that Hexile Raiders, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) We love your Hexiles. You
3: You picked a great time. (laughs) Um, So if you're interested in finding out what all the other awards we had, you can just uh, listen to other uh, at your preferred podcast listening device thingy.
2: Yes. Yes. Or if you're looking right now, then you can like when we're done, when the stream is over, you can Replayed from the bot. It's there for two weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome.
2: And not locked. Uh, so, yep. Okay. Uh, I think that is all. It is a uh, sort of mm-hmm. classic uh, short episode. I, I don't think we shall, we can't do anything else now. We've done no, award thing That's it.
3: Yeah. I mean, what we can do is start stepping with the shout outs. Yes.
1: I'm going to let you finish, but <gasps> I think I had one of the worst decisions of all time, you know, uh, with the break.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's true, all of it. It is true,
2: all of it. <laughs> yes.
1: Did you fe- have you felt it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> is your jaw okay, Steppi?
1: Uh, y- yeah, but uh, the the black guy might be there for, for a while. <laughs>
2: That's good. That will t- that will teach you a lesson.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay uh so uh, welcome steppy uh what is your shout out
1: uh well i i guess my shout out has to be to that gistly uh the editor has to bleep out the next bit that godass swedish goalkeeper haliki or whatever his name is
3: yes i share your sentiment.
1: <laughs> mhm. Right. Oh, well. What you um, didn't beat
2: them?
4: No. No, they. I mean, apparently you're allowed to bring tanks. I mean, to a handball game, right? And uh, the mm-hmm. whole the whole of the
3: Icelandic uh, handball team kept shooting the goalkeeper and not the goal, so that's a problem. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. But I
2: thought apparently. you were good.
3: Yeah, we did too. Mm-hmm. For a short Apparently while.
2: Not. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh well.
3: Yeah. Oh well. So Beaten by sweets. sweets. Yeah. That's yeah. so humiliating.
1: And, and and I'm also shouting out Aiden Versio, which made me go out single-handedly to buy more Legion stuff for Penny. That will be my excuse for Penny. Damn traitor.
4: Aitan, mm-hmm. not you.
1: <laughs> well, me too. Well,
4: both of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I,
4: yeah, yeah. And following that, I want to do a shout out because apparently, I'm in a I'm in a Warhammer group now as well. I haven't played Warhammer,
1: <laughs>
4: but yes. I was a- I was asking about it because of my my son. He has taken yeah, sure. interest.
3: Your son?
4: Yeah, he has taken interest and 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 Warhammer that is mainly such playing
3: steppy excuse yeah,
2: mainly a ma- ma-
4: mainly playing it painting it, but but he wants to learn how to play it. So some of my old x-wing buddies just hooked me up and hey, we're playing Warhammer. So shout out to them. Thanks. I will take a look and and learn the game to teach my kid
2: mm-hmm. it's not that hard you just throw six-sided dice all over the place and uh oh yeah and then then you and and get into a fight about line of sight that is my teenage memory of warhammer um (laughs) but then again that was in the 90s so who knows um also steppy uh have you considered how it must be to be your son and when your favorite guy is darth vader but your name is Ben? <laughs> that is cruel and unusual. I'm just saying.
1: Well, uh, my ex-wife wouldn't let me name him Anakin, so... <laughs> so he really should bring it up with her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Oh, that... Yeah. Oh,
4: that's a good answer, though. <laughs> that's the
2: best unplanned joke ever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
2: okay um, yeah. I have uh, sort of two group shout-outs. Uh, I want to shout out uh, all the XTC captains and I hope to see a lot of you in Belgium in August because we are having an in-person XTC I don't know have we talked about this before Ed? nope otherwise we're talking about it now it's gonna be in August. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be in Belgium. They make good chocolate. They make great beer. So, rock on. So, uh, sorry,
4: it's should we start trying to make up a team? No, it's in August. Oh, I can't make it. Damn it. Okay, but I oh. mean,
2: if you can't make it, then Iceland probably can't be represented. You need to. You need five players. Yeah, I know. And there's no Iceland team because the Danish team is full. Uh, and. By full, I mean we haven't done selections yet, but I have more than five. Who wants to go?
4: So, mm-hmm. um, so so what you're saying is you don't want me there.
2: I would love you
4: there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
2: Um, there's still talk about potentially running like a, a winter spring uh, virtual XTC again, mm-hmm. but that is a, a little bit uh, a little bit uncertain. Mm -hmm. so that was group one group two everybody going to Worlds uh, bought my ticket got my last chance qualifier it's all settled
4: amazing congratulations man
2: I'm going there with uh, at least two other Danes Rune and Jakob who both Mm -hmm. have invites Uh, meeting up with uh, my good friend Steven Weiland uh and I just the other day I heard a rumor that we're going to meet up and do sightseeing of Chicago with none other than Nobby. Very and, nice. and that Fair. absolutely blows my mind. Uh and I'm going to have to scream his name like that every time I talk to him for those days. Yes. Uh maybe even have bring a microphone and do a special Nobby interview. Like Nobby, how do you feel about not seeing Sari on the top table?
3: <laughs> yes, all of the questions will be about Zari.
2: Navi why didn't you bring Zari?
4: <laughs> I actually I, I'm envious. I, I even though play? I haven't played since August, I was just I would just love to be there. Just
3: oh. I think this is the first worlds I haven't gone to since 2016.
4: Yeah. Wow. 2017 from for me.
1: 2019 for me. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so, and an extra shout out to Nobby, just if the other one didn't quite count. Uh, and finally, a question to you guys. What are the odds that uh, an American, and I'm just going to say a North American, so we can include the Canadians, will win it?
3: Well, according to our poll, uh, there's a quite a bit chance that
4: one will yeah, but don't count out the God or only. And yeah, or even like
3: Andreas. Yeah, ah, there's a fuck ton of other players that can snatch it.
4: Absolutely, Rune. I
2: mean, yeah,
4: terrific player. Uh, I mean, and
2: a lot of Brits.
4: Yeah, a lot of Brits. A lot of them. Some and German guys and Polish guys. Ah, you you can Dutch guys going. like
3: just
2: yeah
4: and uh, and you noticed I didn't mention the arms name there no <laughs> and that's
2: okay basically okay. i um... will I will be happy if I just make it through the last chance qualifier
3: yeah i, I was gonna i was gonna give an over under on that but uh, you know
2: yeah but I'm sure that we will have plenty of time to do that later mm-hmm. um but I am in practice I am playing games uh and uh it's going quite well so far.
4: If you need an online practice, just give me a call. I'll I'll see
3: I I
2: probably do. When I need a whooping to sort of uh, settle my nerves, then I'll give you a call. Um,
3: (laughs) uh, Gisli, you'll you'll
4: be railroaded over. You haven't played in how long? Sure, I know. But I mean, it's something. I'm just offering him.
2: Yeah, Uh, I mean, uh, Gisli, how many times have we played? And how many of those have I won? Not a lot. To be honest, I think I have beat you, but not a lot.
4: Yeah, you did win me uh, that time you came to Iceland once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you in, never beat win, me on a...
2: a physical table, never.
4: No, he only uh, played once. But
2: on TTS, I don't think I've beat you. No. So. Anyway.
3: Yep. Longest shout out ever. Ever. And now over to you, Ed. It was longer than the actual. Yeah. <laughs> um. I will shout out everybody playing the good guys in X-Wing, you know, the Rebels and the Resistance and sucking all the way through. Um, and then I'll shout out Jesper.
4: Yeah. Fantastic.
3: And in no way, shape or form <laughs> do I wish that I would be going to Worlds. I just want meet, to meet the people. Yeah, I don't want to play. <laughs> I'd love to go.
2: Let me put it this way. If I hadn't gotten ticket to last chance qualifier, I would still be going.
4: Yeah, of course. <laughs> who that
2: is, uh, that's is—that's just a bonus. Uh, maybe we could do a, a final group shout out to, uh, to Hexile for raiding us and uh, yes. all the people who have for magical reasons are still here.
3: But mm-hmm.
2: anyway, time to say goodbye, people.
3: Yep. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.